Good evening, everyone. It's almost time for the holidays, but before we get to that, stay with us for a little while for another session of Natural One Media's Dragon Mark Symphony. That's right. It's a Dungeons & Dragons game taking place in the world of Eberron, and you're joining us as we get into a bit of a sticky situation. If you recall, here in Baron's Keep, our adventurers, having just been beset upon by a couple of very nasty spirits, ghosts, poltergeists, whatever they may be, has unfortunately lost one of their companions. Set has seemingly died. Possibly forever. But we won't know unless they are able to get them out of this manor and get them help as quickly as they can. And find before a that could happen, diamond. <laughs> but before that could happen, uh, our adventurers have been attempting to quickly explore the remainder of the manor, trying to find any information that could help them, uh, and still searching for this mysterious ledger uh, that they were originally uh, commissioned to retrieve uh, with assistance from Caspian Durant, uh, who is there with them as well. Uh, when we had just left off, um, uh, Silva, Dak, uh, sorry, Silva, Nathaniel, and Johannes uh, were together, uh, where Silva and Nathaniel were looking over a peculiar little rectangular box. Uh, they had just opened the box, and it appeared to have nothing inside. At the same time that they opened said box, uh, Dak and Caspian, further exploring into the keep, had uh, found two doors. Choosing to take the left one, they opened it and found themselves into a new room that none of them had been in before. A room which contained a dead body with a grotesquely severed head and blood poured out onto the floor. And that is where we left, and that is where we will pick up. Deck, you Indeed. step into the room and see mm. this corpse on the ground, uh, wearing a full suit of armor. Uh, horrific. Uh, the head is almost entirely separated from the body. Uh, lays completely still on the ground. What do you do? Uh... I say he needs some milk, but no. Uh, in reality, <laughs> he needs some milk. Uh, in reality, I'm uh, Dak is going to react uh, the same way he uh, reacts to most dead bodies and approaches slowly. Um, <laughs> as there's an initial shock of seeing it, and then he kind of inches closer as uh, to see if they're fully dead, which is. Very obvious, uh, due to uh, the, I believe the scientific term of decapitation can be used for this victim. Um, and they, Dak looks down at the body and looks over at uh, Caspian. This, um, this does not look good. Caspian has drawn his greatsword and he is sort of scanning the room. Looking around, and says, "Uh, no, no, this is not. Is is this one, one of the dark lanterns? 
Uh, he, if you would like to to do so, you can. Otherwise, he is going to make an investigation check on it to uh, see if the armor matches. Yeah, you know what? I'll make an investigation check. This is fine. That's a good idea, because you rolled the two. Right. I also rolled the two, making the five. <laughs> uh, there is so much blood distracting for one thing but also it covers the armor so it is really difficult like you it's hard to make out any like um any like crests like kingdom crests national crests like emblems uh anything that would be like a telltale sign of like which organization this this person worked for um it is very difficult to tell because there's just so much blood and gore uh um this this poor person um very difficult to make out um dak is going to by the gods upon realizing that he can't discern it he's going to look over at caspian um, i am going to go let the others know that this is here um is there a better way of telling them than there is a dead body in the room. Um, hang on. Uh, let me think. Uh, and he is going to continue. I'm going to have him do a bit of a perception check here. See if he notices anything. Casmin kind of continues like searching around the room. Um. He's gonna motion to you. Uh, check check that dresser drawer right in front of us, uh, right next to the body there, and those two wardrobes. And he kind of points. There's like these two wardrobes uh, over on the left side of the room, uh, and check those as well. If you don't find anything, we're leaving. What's uh, what will you do? I'm going to send a message, but I'm not sending it to them. Uh, and he is going to concentrate, and he is going to cast uh, sending. Cool. All right, I can't do that thing, so I'm going to follow orders, I guess, and move over to the dresser, and uh, I'm going to look through it. All right, make an investigation check. I will definitely do that. Let's try my dice, my, like, real-life dice. That's a lot better. That's a 22. Very good. Uh, inside, you, you you kind of search. When you first open the wardrobe, like it looks sort of empty for the most part. Um, you do find uh, a few books uh, kind of tucked away into one of the back, back corners of the wardrobe. Uh, you may take them if you like. They're heavily coated in dust they've clearly been sitting here for a long time uh top shelf back right corner mm. uh another pile of books three the bottom two books very very dusty the top book not dusty at all middle cool. shelf a rat skeleton nice uh and a looks like a spare gold piece that had somehow gotten left behind and is just kind of sitting on the shelf. Right. 
Someone's pocket change. Uh, is that everything for the dresser then? Uh, that is everything for that dresser, yeah. Wonderful. I uh, I grab that book that's not too dusty and I look at All it. Right. Uh, leather bound, uh, kind of a dark red dye to the leather. Um, older book, but you can see it doesn't have the same like layer of dust on it. The other books have. It's clearly been used recently. Uh, no title on the front. Uh, you check the spine. Nothing written on the spine. Check the back. Nothing on the back. And if I check inside? You open up the book. Uh, you got a pen and paper on hand? Uh, I'm writing on one right now, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, here's how we'll do this. Do you yeah. want to read first page? Last page, or flip to somewhere in the middle? I'll flip to somewhere in the middle. You flip to the middle uh, and find a diagram. This is a detailed drawing you recognize right away from having walked through some of these rooms that you were looking at a you're looking at a detailed, almost like a blueprint of this keep. Uh, you flip a page and you see a similar blueprint for what looks to be like another keep or another fortress. Uh, you flip it again. Uh, for the next several pages, it's all of these like intricate drawings and blueprints with a lot of like notes scribbled to them of all these different like keeps and fortresses, uh, specifically within this nation. Interesting. Dak, who I would just say right now has no idea what a ledger actually is. He's gonna put it in his backpack. Uh he also takes all the books that are in the in the dresser and puts that in his backpack, as well as the rat skeleton and the gold piece. Okay. Uh so that's so in not including the uh the book with the blueprints, that's going to be five other books that you took possession of. Cool. Uh, so let me know once once you have the opportunity to read them. I will send you the information on what. Got it. So five books, the journal. Uh, six, yeah, so six books total. Uh, five of them, and then the the blueprint book. Okay, blueprint book, and then rat skeleton and gold piece. Do you take cool. the rat skeleton with you? Yes, I do. Okay. It's not mine. Uh. Piece. Um, and then I'll go over to the uh, wardrobes and start looking through there. I'm not subtle about putting like all the books okay. in my backpack. So and... sorry. So that was what everything I just described to you was in uh, this wardrobe here. That was ah, I got it. That was the wardrobe, and then this is going to be your dresser, and this is wardrobe number two. So, yeah, got it. You, you just you just search this wardrobe right here. So you've got this yep. wardrobe, and you've got this dresser. Let's work down. All right, let's do this. Um, grabbing goodies for the party right now. Yep. Uh, what would you have me do? Uh, make another investigation check. That's a 11 this time. 11. Uh, you open the doors up. Completely empty. You notice that on the back wall, like the back panel of the dresser drawer, second shelf down over on the left, there is a rectangular outline 
almost like there's a portion of the panel that's like like a cutaway. Like maybe it could be pressed or moved. Um, yeah, look at that. Pull out my handy dandy crowbar. Okay. And try try to pry it open. Alright. Uh make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. Tight. Glad that rolled too closely to a one. That's a fourteen. Fourteen. Yep. Uh, you, you make the motion to pry this panel off, and it gives away immediately. Like it's like almost like there was nothing holding there. It gives away, and so does the bottom two shelves of the wardrobe as it just kind of collapses down towards you. You manage to kind of juke out of the way. Caspian looks up. What the hell was that? It's uh, yeah, a trap, I believe. You all right? Uh, yes. Um. Anything left after the carnage? Uh, you have. There are just like broken shelves and bits of plywood, like laying on the ground in front of you now. I grab a piece of plywood and I move over to the dresser. Okay. Looking at the dresser, it is uh, nice oak wood that's been stained, uh, very old, but it's got this nice like clawfoot legs to it. Uh, there's a few drawers uh, in it, and there is also sitting on top of it is like this really old ornate mirror. Um, the mirror itself caked in dust. Uh, much like many of the things in this room. Okay, uh, so investigation check on the dresser as well. Go for it. That's a 13. 13. Uh, nothing, nothing sticks out to you particularly. You, you clock that there are, uh, there are three drawers on this dresser. Uh, but you don't see anything on the surface that looks like off or important or or noticeable. Uh, nothing that in there uh, as I open them. You you could open them if you'd like. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'll be honest. I I did assume that the investigation check was me just pulling them open one by one. Um, but that's okay. I'll try the first one first. Okay. Opens. Inside. Nothing. Completely empty. Cool. I pull it out and just put it next to me. If it can it be pulled out? Yes. Cool. The, uh whatever like track system or like rough like iron hinges were holding the drawer in place uh mm -hmm. have clearly rusted by this point because as you pull the dresser out, it easily gives way and you're able to just like remove it fully. Sounds good. Uh Dak this entire time has a pensive look. As he uh, pulls that one, puts it to the side, opens the second one. Uh, you open up the second one. You find a dagger. A rusted dagger. This thing has been sitting here for a while. A murder weapon. There's also a note. Or something. It's like a piece of parchment that's tucked underneath of the dagger. I grab the full drawer and I pull it out. 
Okay. And then what holding a drawer, I move over to Caspian and I hold it out to him. What is this? What it, it appears to be a dagger with a small little note. That's that's interesting. He's gonna reach forward, picks up the dagger, examines it, holds it up. Do you know what this is? Old. Yes. Um this is standard issue watch dagger. As in like the, the Sharn watch. City city guard. Oh. What's Remember. a Sharn dagger doing all the way up north here in Baron's Keep though? That's that's interesting. As he says that I grab the note and I set down the drawer and I open it up. He's gonna take the dagger and sort of stow it on his person. Hmm. Belongs to somebody. Uh, so you open up the deck, or the uh, 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 you open. Up I open the, up the uh, dagger. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Inside, you find a smaller dagger. <laughs> Inside uh, that one, I find a stiletto. Uh, uh, you open up the piece of parchment. It is covered in a very scribbled note, um, which I had typed out. Uh, and then it disappeared. So I can just recite it to you. Uh, dearest Amelie. Mm -hmm. I do not understand why we are continuing our patrols here at the Keep. Yes. It seems clear to me that the front lines of the war strayed away from our position a long time ago. So why must we remain here? Or strayed far away from here? Yes. So why must we remain here? Why must we remain here? Okay. Archibald thinks it has something to do with the Warforged. Archibald believes it has something to do with the Warforge? Yes. Mm -hmm. But it's been six days and we have yet to see a single one of them. Six days and we haven't been able to see uh, what was that last line? We haven't been able to see a single one of them. Able to see 
a single one of them. That isn't already fighting on our side. Isn't already fighting on our side. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm sorry that I won't be the one to deliver you this note. And I'm sorry you have to write so much because my document still <laughs> won't be the one to deliver this note. Yep. Yep. What I wouldn't give to be able to see your face as you read my word. I wouldn't give for you to see my face as I write these words. Yes. Okay. All right. Last two lines. Got it. Do not worry. Mm -hmm. If it takes ending an entire war, I will make it home to you. Ending an entire war. I will come home to you. The okay. note is signed Warthen, W-A-R-T-H-E-N. Man, Warthen really knew how to set death flags for himself. Right. Um, how do you spell Amelie? <laughs> and, uh, how was it spelled in the note? A-M-E-L-I-E. Amelie? I-E. Thank you. All right, cool. My hand cramped up. Now that, you have good. now that you have carpal tunnel. Uh, My favorite thing about it is he, he wrote down all these things, but I bet you five bucks that Dak didn't read a single word of it. <laughs> <laughs> Dak skimmed it and was just like, <laughs> <laughs> Where's the spark? Blah, 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 Warforge, blah, 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 Warf. All right, we're good. Uh, Dak reads it once over and then Dak does say it, read it again out loud. For um, Caspian's benefit. Um, and then he looks down at the corpse. Is it? Do, Warthen? Do members, the, do members of the watch wear any identification? Oh, the, the Sharn watch. Yes, they do. Um, their actual armor is... Fairly simple. Uh, normally, it's not not as ex extravagant as this one's is. Oh, but um, and, and they normally have a very clear. Uh, they have a patch over the heart uh, that designates them to be specifically a member of the Sharn Watch. Uh, if they were part of the King Citadel branch that exists in Sharn, uh, they would actually have uh, an additional little. Uh, What's the word? There, there's an additional piece to the to the emblem that sort of helps to designate it. 
I don't see such a thing on this this poor fellow though. What? I'm gonna look at uh Caspian again. What about soldiers from the war? Um I mean they're wearing full breastplate armor at that feels like my assumption, but think about how long ago the war ended. Why would somebody be dressed up in armor like this here at this keep that's been abandoned? None of this makes any sense. Why, why is this person even here? Exactly. There's, there's so many questions, and this place is very interesting. Um, Have you searched all those drawers? I look at the last one. No. Uh, and then I open up the last one. You open up the drawer. Nathaniel, Silva, nah. Johannes, we rejoin Hello. you Hello. at the uh, at the table. Um, you have just opened up this mysterious little box uh, that Silva was able to acquire down in the secret tunnel. Uh, secret tunnel. Uh, you've opened it. It appears to have nothing inside. You don't see anything. Uh, but it is there. Yes. All right. Still no red words, then, eh? Not quite keen on lighting the thing up on flames to turn it red, though. You could. It could be that. Could be blood. There, are, I mean, there are no markings of any. There, there's like no indentation of any letters on this box, correct? Let me check something real quick. Because it's. Because I'll yeah. tell you what. The buffoon is flummox, and that buffoon your is passive me. perception. Your passive perception is like fourteen, right? Uh, my passive perception, yes. Um, as well as your your passive intelligence, like sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. So yeah, you no, yeah. Uh, this box has no visible engravings on it. Uh, before you took the lid off, same thing. No visible engravings. It is a black rectangular box, uh, painted black. Wooden box. Oh. If we were to scrape it off, if we were to try scraping off the lettering that wouldn't, or the, the black paint that would, if there were any letterings underneath it, it would scrape it off as well. Hmm. Not engraved in it. I mean, I feel like we have uncovered the the bones and head portion of it we're supposed to find the box
there's nothing else down there, eh? Just a bone skeleton box. There's not much to put on his bones anymore. Trust me. You checked. <laughs> you checked. Was what it are I not talking yet? looks. <laughs> Make it sure. Uh, I don't know about you guys in terms of uh, player to player level. I don't know what to, know what to tell you guys, but. Uh, <laughs> don't know what to tell me. Go, go ahead. I'm, I'm just saying, like, this is what I'm saying. Player to player. I, uh, yeah. Talk, I talk got, it out for a second. I got no fucking nothing. <laughs> 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 okay. Let's break down again what we all, what, what, what we've seen. Break this down. Hi, read the note. Break it down for me. Break it down for me. Below we'll go line by line. And above my head, the uh -huh. box remains black, the letters red. Just read. And it is signed right. by CCD. Okay. The only things I've got, other than lighting both of those things on fire. Now, it sounds like I'm a pyromaniac, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the only problem that comes along with that is we have one chance to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why I'm saying it's for the last. Now, my other thought. Is who wants to donate blood to try to drift it over both the note and the box and see if we can turn these levels red, eh? Unless the red isn't implying the color, it could just mean someone has, you know, red as in reading a page in a notebook. I mean, it's spelled to the color. Yeah, there's always a. Though it could be like, yes, we did we did inherently put in the concept of a double entendre, but isn't, it like isn't necessarily a, a riddle like that in that well, in that sense, obviously. I guess what partly makes it feel or what makes that part challenging is that if it were meant to be like a double entendre, you'd think that in the in the tunnel or on the box there would be some type of wording about it. Granted, if we were to, I mean, I don't know. You'd like if there were if there were to be, if it were you know if it were be to be as a concept of, you know, placing a a letter inside of the box. The, it would only, to me at least, it feel like that would only make sense if it were to be some type of you know, magical scripture. It's other than this new, we don't have anything else that's written, right? Not on the book. All three of you. All three at of this us? moment. Feel the strangest feeling. Of the DM is exasperated and it's going to give us a <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> not quite. The DM has if not yet were, then if realized only it were that, that simple. Not get song anytime soon. There's there's other factors at play. On our own. You <laughs> feel a chilling sensation. All three of you. That goes to your very bones. If you have bones, I I won't be rude and just assume that you have bones. But for the purpose of this description. 
it feels like it's chilling you to your very bones. Feels like a bones day. Feels like a bones day. <laughs> a bones day. That quickly turns to warmth. Uh, there is this sensation like a light breeze is blowing uh, across to you. Uh, and you feel it's blowing in the direction of where you have placed set upon the table. Hmm. Ah, the wind is telling us that we have to put set in the box. It's a shout out to campaigns past. Hmm. Silva. No. <laughs> The breeze you feel doesn't point you towards set. It points you towards the box itself. Hmm. But the breeze that I felt was towards the body, right? Or is that... Yes, the breeze that you and Nathaniel felt was pointing you towards set. Silva, the breeze you felt is pointing you towards the box. Towards the box. I'm going to go towards uh, the body. Well, as well. Here we go again. The box remains black, the words remain red. Do you think this has anything to do with something insanely morbid, like a dead body? Maybe it's not his bones, but Uh, any bones? I'll kind of pick it up. I don't think he'd fit. Oh, so, you, so you pick up the box. Not... So you pick up the box. Yeah. Great. Make a perception check for me. Sick. All right. Low DC on this one. Because <laughs> you are physically handling this box. Got a cup on my desk. Okay, well, that's... You know... We may have said low DC, but I think we're going to be good anyway. It's a 22. Excellent. Uh, two things of note. Uh, no, not that. Um, <laughs> two things of note. You didn't, you didn't catch it earlier when you were bringing the box out from the tunnel with you and setting it on the table. When you lift up the box now... Uh, the first thing that you take note of that you, you did kind of see earlier, it just didn't seem all that, you know, important. Um, like I said, all black, painted black. The interior of the box has this kind of red velvet on the inside of it. The, words the other thing about the box is that when you pick it up, you hear a slight rustling. Very slight, you almost miss it. Huh. What's that? I was gonna say, I must Sir Lumix. <laughs> Mr. Lumix. Um, that's just Silva seeing that, right? Because yep, they're the one holding the box. Silver. Hmm. Riddles, man. Well, maybe not necessarily, but the words remain red. Hmm. 
There we are. The box remains black. The letter's red. The letter's red. Uh, but here's something rattling here. Is there something inside? In. I can attempt to feel around in the in the box there. When you reach into the box, despite not seeing anything in it, it looks empty. But when you reach inside, you feel something. It's got a couple angles to it, but it's solid. And you feel like a, almost like a cord or a chain leading off of top. Something invisible inside of this box. I attempt to like feel and try to get a handle on whatever this cord is. Uh, it feels like like a chain. You can kind of feel like the the segments to it. Okay, okay. Uh, like a very thin, fine chain, like you would have in like a pocket. But yeah, so they when I kind of can get if I can get hold of it, I'm gonna try to pull on it. You you lift it right out of the box without any uh without any give. Does anything come with it as I pull it out of the box? The you feel this item in your hand. Uh you kind of feel the chain drape over, over the top of your hand as you lift it up. Uh but nothing else comes with it. It's just this there's this item that has like it's almost like kind of like a rectangular feel to it. Um more more hexagonal, I suppose I would say. Like, it's not a straight rectangle. There's so, a little bit of roundness, but also some corners. Mm. Uh, really hard to say exactly what it is because you can't physically see it. But it is, it's got its own little bit of weight to it, and it uh, it has some sort of chain or something that's hanging on. And it is completely invisible. Um, so this may sound crazy to the two of you. But I'm holding a chain in my hand currently. A chain? There's nothing in your hand. Precisely. Anybody have the ability of dispelling magic? <laughs> oh, um, I can't say I do. I'm not very magically inclined. Um. We could ask one of our friends. They're they're in that other room right now. Um, yeah. a chain? You said? How yeah, would that be like inside? How would know. they? Why would they hide a chain inside? That's what I intend to discover here. Um, I don't know. Potentially, one thing I could do. Uh, I'm gonna take a little bit. I'm going to take, I'm going to set it, kind of, I'm going to not set it down on the table, but kind of like, so kind of I'm going to set it down. Like, I'm going to do the thing where, like, I set it down, but then put my hand over it on the table. Okay. Uh, it makes gonna, a light, it makes a light clunking sound as you do so. Interesting. All right. So I'm going to take out, I'm going to pull, go to my bag, reach out, a vial of ink. Open it, dab in my finger, uh-huh. and rub it along the chain. Great. 
Solid. I'm not immediately <laughs> attempting to bleed on this thing. <laughs> it said red, yeah. but you know what? I figure I'll give it a shot. Okay, so two things. First of all, take a point of inspiration. Sick. Because that's a fantastic method. Second of all, uh, are you that's starting good. with the are you starting with the object that the chain is attached to, or are you starting with the chain? I guess I'm starting with the chain and moving down. I'm just slow. I'm sure. just going. I'm more just making a strip, so I can yeah. just get an idea. Yeah, of you're the just shape. kind of doing like a strip of of the ink along to kind of help uh, identify it, and be because it's a solid object. As you go, uh, Johannes Nathaniel, you see this as well. As Silva is applying this ink, you see uh the the physical appearance of a you you don't see the actual you know chain itself but you see where the ink hangs in the air over top of it surrounds silhouettes it creates shape uh and you see in fact that there is this fine chain that stova travels along with her fingers hmm so they get the, about, uh, there you the, go. the object about a foot long the the chain anything um yeah i mean like anything just the chain anything to notice yeah so when you get to the end of it uh liberally applying some more ink uh you sort of dab it over the top of the item and what you all end up seeing is that it the the item that the ink is covering is uh about the size of an egg uh it has these four corners to it but then the the four edges are rounded uh there is no engraving the top surface if it is flat uh on the sides, there is uh, Silva. Make a dexterity check. This has to do with you gently applying this ink in such a way that it's going to be able to reveal finite detail. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, one of the sides, you're not really able to pick up on anything. It's kind of blotchy. On the other one, you manage to really, like, gently apply the ink over top of it. And you find what looks to be, uh, a set of letters. Some Mm -hmm. sort of scripture. Well, you know what to do about, you know what you can do about blotchy ink? Burn it. Wipe it down. Hey, hey, stay in your lane. Burning is my thing. <laughs> All right. We're not, we're not of the pyromaniacs. The pyromancy, all right? Time to... Take a small rag. Mm-hmm. Move it along. Spread out the blob. <laughs> As you do so, uh, 
there is another set of lettering uh, on that side. Both of these, both of these sets of letters on on either side of this this thing, uh, are in a language or writing that you do not understand. Right. Um. I guess I'll I'll look toward the to the other table. Um, I look to the other two of you here. Um, are either of you able to comprehend this lettering in here? Uh, um, let me give it a shot, hey? Better than burning it, hey? Glad you figured it out. That sure is used in what's above your skull, eh? <laughs> above your bones, beneath your head. Well, whatever the... Yeah, let us see. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I'll show it to you. Uh, Johannes, you take a look at this item. Yes. You can't you can't decipher the scripture? Unfortunately, it just doesn't doesn't make a lot of a sense to you at all. Sorry, there's this is a doesn't seem to be a language I'm familiar with. How about you, Nathaniel? Hey, let me take a look, sorry. Nathaniel? You do recognize this link. <laughs> it is your decision whether or not you uh, wish to read it in secret or if you are uh, okay with letting the rest of the cast know. Uh, I will read it out loud. Okay. The scripture on the left side of this item reads Kyber. K-H-Y-B-E-R. Star Wars clap incoming. <laughs> nope. Dash knows what this is. Making a joke. Like an ace fighter pilot, I shot it down. I'm kidding. Sorry. On the right side, Crystallis. That is all that is legible. Kyber Crystallis. Kyber Crystallis? Wait, um, Nathaniel, do those translate to, I'm not sure the lettering, but um, would that be something similar to a CC? Kyber Crystallis? So our signature is CCD, the initials. Is there more of this, uh, this part, this end part, that is yet invisible? Uh, no. The, that is the object. It is this... Uh, sort of egg-like object with the, the corners and the rounded edges to it. Uh, flat surface on the front, and the inscription on the left and right of it. Is that is that is the object. It's like I guess the closest thing to compare it to is like an amulet or a pendant on a chain that you are holding. Right. Uh, but it's hard to say what it is specifically, just because you can't, you know, see everything about it. 
I don't believe hypercrystallic has too much meaning for us now. Some sort of name or a location or a group? But what would the D be? Dead. Both of you make history checks for him. Uh, as soon as Nathaniel's available, check. I can have him make one. Say Marshall made a perception check, hearing that uh, Final Fantasy Q noise coming from Johannes's computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take like... you say. <laughs> a perception or well, oh, no history? Sorry. It was history. Okay. That's a 15. All right. Johannes, what'd you get? Uh, it was perception. History. Uh, history. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just <laughs> <Just laughs> the same thing. <laughs> That's the best part. Uh, two. Ah. Oh, baby. Yeah, you're you're <sighs> still working it out in your head. You know, it could be that that CC that you you uh remember Maybe from before. For Kyber crystals could be something like that. Uh, Silva. 15 uh there is a kyber you know it's not spelled with a c though it's spelled uh k-h-y-b-e-r kyber one of the progenitor dragons uh that formed the world of eberron the second word crystallis is an interesting one uh you have some recollection of reading about you know the the dragon crystals uh that have been discovered uh, throughout the nation with different origins uh perhaps there are some crystals connected to the dragon kyber it would make sense but you've never really looked deeply into it well Inherently, the only thing that this immediately appears to me as is just almost uh, essentially just is like a piece of uh, not not cultish, but um, No, essentially, just this appears to be, as far as I can tell, why this would be invisible, I don't know. And we'll, I'll, we can, I'll, maybe we should just call for the other two to return. Speaking of, <laughs> Dak and Caspian. Yes. Dak, you open this third. And you see inside a dead rat. Nice. The dead rat had made its home on top of a scroll that is tied up with some yarn. The dead um, rat made a home? Oh my eaten, god. It, it has e- eaten away e- <laughs> eaten away uh, at the edges. You see like tiny little rat bites at the edges of the paper. It's frayed. Uh, but there's this little scroll sitting in there uh, that the dead rat is sort of laid up against great pillow it's very very comfy um i'm going to look at the rat and say in uh the language that nobody else knows as far as i know 
Um, sorry, that's a friend. Um, and they're like, jealous. Roll a, <laughs> roll a wisdom saving throw. All right, all right, I can do that. Uh, that is a 10 plus minus one, so nine. You feel a sting in the area around your eye. You don't know what it is, but you, you feel it, and then it's suddenly gone. Which eye, real quick? You know the eye. Cool. All right. Just wanted to confirm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, um, and I'm going to grab the scroll. All right. You done it. it. No, okay. Um, I love it. <laughs> Finally. My one true wish. Now I join set. <laughs> we will start death. a new campaign. The undead <laughs> campaign. With blackjack and hookers. Um, but yeah, as I pull it out, um, I'm going to focus on it real quick. I'm going to cast correction on the scroll. Oh. Okay. Uh, Dak's way of saying of saying that he cast a mending spell on it. You see, you watch as these these little bits of the the sides of the scroll that have been eaten away at by the rat, uh, slowly mend themselves. Uh, the paper is returned, though it is very frayed. Uh, now, the edges are kind of repaired. I will say uh, two things. One, it does take a minute, so Dak is making a show just looking around the drawer, okay. um, seeing if he can't see anything else. Uh, but he is also... Um, the spell itself only repairs the paper. It doesn't repair any writing on it. Um, sure. Just to make it easier. Uh, but uh, with the sharp pain in his eye, uh, after a minute, he pulls it out. Um, Would you like to look at the, the paper? The scroll? Sure. Why not? Let's go head first it's into your this. call. You could keep the scroll wrapped up. It's it's your call. What you want to do? You know what, Dylan? I'm going to... Dak is going to see a perfectly good scroll that he just fixed and be like, I'm going to read this. Um, So he is going to read this shit. Uh, as he opens up the scroll. All right. Let me get my handwriting for more writing. Go ahead and check your roll 20 journal. Cool. Uh, you should see something called infantry ledger in it. Infantry ledger. Got it. So I open it up and I look at it and I say, and I start to read. Okay. Uh, your call if you want to read this out now or if you want to wait until you get back together with everyone else, uh, whatever you want to do. Well, look at it. Um, do I see where Caspian is? Yes. He, in the, in the minute that you were mending that scroll, he has mm -hmm. moved and is checking underneath of the beds uh, that are nearby. Uh, checking for traps, items, and anything that could be underneath them. Got it. Um, so Dak is gonna see that. Look at the what he has. Uh, look back at him. He's gonna pull out one of the books that he has in his backpack now. Uh, just grabs a random one. Mm -hmm. Uh, open it up real quick to the back page. Okay. 
and with uh, what he calls blessings, he is going to. What's the thing? He's because uh, you can make a color, small marker, symbol appearing on an object or surface for an hour, uh, and you can use three different effects. Would Dak be able to copy this ledger, albeit a uh, smaller size, in the back of this book? Mm, that is that is really stretching the magical capabilities of that spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll tell you what, you can make an attempt to do so. You are facing both uh, magical proficiency to be able to do that. As yep. well as the ability to do it quickly, um, I'm assuming that you're attempting to hide this from Caspian. Uh, it's if I can do it within the drawer to add more uh, lack of visibility in it. Okay. So for so it then, being more hidden. So then, here's what you're gonna have to do. You're going yep. to roll me a. Uh, to begin with, you're gonna roll me a straight Arcana roll. My kind of okay. Natural twenty. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, you um you will absolutely be capable of doing it. Uh now you need to roll me a uh deception roll. Uh or actually no. I think this would be uh Yeah, no, we'll make this a sleight of hand. This is gonna be a sleight of hand check to see if you can do this uh stealthily without Caspian seeing it. That is a 16. 16. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, you focus and you concentrate on the lettering, kind of give a wave of the hand, and you start just typewriter style, just like these lines of the, the ledger that you have just read are appearing into the back of the book. Cool. And as I finish, um, there's a mild pain in my eye. Close the book with the writings on there, and I... Uh, and I know that they're there for at least next hour. Sure. Uh, so with that, I put the book back. And I look over at Caspian. Um, Lord Caspian. Caspian pops his head out from underneath one of the beds. You got something? I. What is a ledger? Well, there's a few different things that a ledger can be. This particular one is probably going to be. Um, it's, it's an infantry-based ledger, so it's going to be a list of names of all the infantry members that are, uh, that are manning the keep itself. Is it this one? And I'm gonna hold it up. Well, well, shit, it might be. Uh, he stands up, and he's gonna walk over to you. Uh, he holds his hand out. May I? Absolutely. And I hand it to him without issue. Right. He's gonna take it, holds it up, begins reading it. This is it. This is it. Great work, Dak. Okay. Uh, he kind of folds it up, uh, puts it in his breast coat. Uh, let's, let's go. Uh, I haven't found anything else. Um, the sooner we can get out of here, the better. Let's regroup. Lord, Lord Caspian, I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I, that was incredibly rude of me. Um, what does a copy mean? Um, in the sorry. ledger... In the ledger, it had initials and uh, positions, I presume. Um, if I remember correctly, there's a QRR. Next, uh, 
that says post B. Uh, I was noticing that there was one that had CCD as the initials. Uh, with the word copy afterwards. This may have something to do with what Silva found. Let's. He folds it back up, turns it. Let's let's find the others. Let's, let's go. Let's get everybody together. Make sure we're okay. Very well. Uh, and he is going to stride out of the room, uh, not even giving a second glance to the body on the floor, uh, and leaves. Uh, Dak is going to take a second glance at the body on the floor. Does it have things, or is it just a body? Make a perception check. Cool. 13 minus 1, 12. Uh, nothing visibly that you can see. Uh, mm -hmm. The left hand is empty. Uh, the right arm is adorned with a small, like, wooden round shield. Um, no other visible items. You don't even see a weapon uh, on them. I walk out. All right. Uh, after a, a brisk walk, uh, the two of you, zippity doo da, uh, find yourselves back over here in the main hall. Uh, so the rest of you see uh, Caspian and Dak sort of round a corner and, and approach you, uh, walking uh, right by each other. Everyone uh, all right? Yes, I was just about to call for there for you. We have uh, we have found something. Got some questions that um, you know, my upbringing maybe not didn't prepare me, prepare me for very well. Uh, okay, yeah, that, that's that's tear it up. Either of you know anything about the Kyber crystallis? You mean like a Kyber crystal, like? Well, we're almost on two halves. One is just Kyber, the other is Crystal. Hmm. Sorry, what what is that you're holding? Where'd you get that from? It was in the box. Uh, this this box. This was the box that I believe the note to be inferring to. It was, in fact, in stone above the head of the poor fellow in the hole. Interesting. That's. I'm gonna look at Silva. Is it a full kind of a crystal? I have no. I have no knowledge. I can you tell? Uh, I'll. By all means, is it, you come come take a look for yourself. Is it deep blue or violet in color? It's invisible at the moment and covered in it. <laughs> oh. I can't tell you. The only reason we have any visuals on it is because it is covered in ink. How how big is it? It is as big as the ink shows you it is. About the size of an egg. <laughs> um, 
forgive me for speaking too much. No, please. Uh, but Cab- I welcome it. <laughs> from, uh, from what I remember, Kyber crystals have been used for things such as phylacteries and spirit manipulation. Ah. Hopefully no lich is looking for this. No, this the latter part that may be more a more use to us. Oh. Especially with these spirits running around. So I mean, if you feel that the spirits are a bit tied to it, you imagine they will let us leave with it? Didn't seem too. They didn't seem too keen to let us go as it was. Um, I'm gonna look over at uh at the rest of the group. Does anybody here know what a copy is? What check would I have to make to know if I have to <laughs> guess what a copy is? This is going to be another history check. Okay. You're you're racking your minds for having heard copy in any way than what you would you assume know. the word copy to mean. You know, every every now and then, any you know, kind of I don't know if you're talking about something magical or whatever. Gotta gotta check. All right, that could be better. Really don't know if it's worth using the inspiration on. Kind of sounds like Dak already knows, so I'm kind of not as concerned about it being like a totally foreign concept. That's my, that's my, that is my interpretation. Ah. The problem here is. <laughs> I'm going to stick with, I'm going to not use the inspiration yet. Get 12. Okay. Could be better. Or could be worse. Or could be better. <laughs> Um, was anyone else gonna, did anyone else want to make an attempt on that? Um. Sure, I guess. What would I have to roll again? History. Uh, history. history. Yeah, Seth's I gonna roll a history check too. Literally <laughs> another two. I mean... Set. You are towing the line hey, so set. much. Yeah. Hey, set. Go go ahead and make a history check. If you like. All right. Oh, go wow. So sad. Go so sad. 22. 22. Uh, keep that in mind for now. Cool. 21. Um, I'm going to look over at Casper before looking back at everybody. I... If I believe that we found the ledger and Silva, the initials on that note that you found was CCT, yes? Correct. There was those, those same initials amongst others uh, with what looked to be positions. I'm not quite sure, but for the one for CCT, is that copy? Other positions were in front of the top of his head, he just starts listing them off. Uh, e R L post A, W E M post A, S W G post A with a line across through it, E A K post B 
the line cross through it. QRR, post B, LDW, Pro, AEC, Chef, RSS, Captain, cross through. WIO, General, cross through. CCD, Copy, cross through. No, look at Caspian. Uh, Caspian's face is hard to read. He seems to just kind of be listening intently to everything you say. Uh, also, for the rest of you, if you check your journal, you will now have the infantry ledger as well. So that way, if you need to double check any of those, uh, you may do so. If we check our... I'm going to refresh my page. Okay, so. Um, so we have the ledger. I'm going to be honest, I'm not entirely sure what to do with that information. Uh, Deck, what about the second part of it? The... The, it was a series of numbers. It, um, I, I had no discernment of what that might be. Uh, it was WF collection with a line cross through it, and then five different sets of numbers. Likely all with lines crossed through. Sorry, exactly Warforge. Silva's right. It's identification numbers for the Warforge. Ah. Dak is going to nod his head. Well. Now, why, you may, well, I guess there's notes of all these crossed off names and whatnot. And why some aren't is clearly up for question here. Um, In most cases, if. On a on an infantry level ledger, if a name is crossed off, it's usually because they were either relocated or deceased. Well, they hard to say which one. On this one, at least they feel have an idea of what happened to CCD. Just tell him. Hmm. Um. And right. So, okay. So, at least, if anything, so Dak, you have a theory that you're, you're theorizing that this could potentially be used to assist Seth. Because I'm holding, kind of gesturing with the crystal. Or, like, or at least whatever this is. The, I'm sorry, uh, the prevailing theory that I would have is. Either it is, it is inherently the purpose for controlling, for allowing uh, us to bring back set, if it is a true crystal, or it is the main culprit when it comes to the spirits lingering about. Hmm. There is a third option of it simply just saying, Kyber. I, I'm sorry, what was the second word? Crystallis. Yeah. Crystallis. 
Yes, Thank it you. could be meaningless. Um, but it is worth. It was invisible, which gives me some indication that, at least I would hope, that it must have value to him. But. Has it been checked to see if it was magical? I'm sorry for interrupting you. That was I guess incredibly rude. Um, the, the, the inherent issue uh, is always the. Um, you know, because it's one of those things where a lot of times you pick spells. I'm obviously speaking above table here now. Uh, you pick spells a lot of times because what? you know they have they have they have use and and whatnot. Like you you know that they're useful. Um, however, uh, sometimes they have material components they forget about. For example, um, well, I have the capability of identifying it, but fortunately, um, I. I bear, or I, I am without a pearl. <laughs> uh, Dak is going to check through his backpack real quick. Start pulling out the five books. I apologize. I do not have that component. Correct. Um, and I have no simpler way of detecting that at this moment. Um. Johannes, uncle, do you two have a good chance to have something? Sorry to say, I'm not much help with this. Yeah. Um, I didn't get an answer from Johannes earlier about it, so. <laughs> what? I said we didn't get an answer from Johannes earlier about it, uh, I believe. I don't know if we're getting one now. I had terrible rolls. Well, <laughs> oh, I meant Nathaniel, sorry. Oh, okay. We didn't get an answer from Nathaniel earlier about it, and I don't know if we're getting one now. <laughs> um, oh, um, Lord Caspian. It, not Lord, but yes, go ahead. I apologize, Lord. Um, do you... I remember you doing conducting a spell over your eyes to identify magic or at the very least to perceive it? Um, to detect it, yes. Um, I, uh, I I am out of use this day, I'm afraid. I see. Um, um, the best thing that we can do either way, unless we wish to scrounge around in this entire fortress for searching for a diamond, as you mentioned earlier, um, this may be our may best I... shot that we have. But the sooner we get out of here and into town, essentially the sooner somehow maybe we can find some way, I don't know, I would maybe hope that maybe the guard could potentially help maybe fund for another, for the usage of a diamond, potentially. If we make it back to Rose, that won't be necessary. I'll take us straight to the Citadel. There's people that I will be getting in contact with specifically um, for this job if they are available. Well, then what was the plan if we, if we, what was the other plan otherwise? Get the ledger and leave. Silva, may I where? see the. Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I. Yeah, you can come. Okay. Thank you. Um, Max is going to 
tentatively uh, grab the chrysalis without touching Silva. Correct. Um, I mean, it was dangling from me, so you could easily do so. Cool. Um, so, sorry, you grabbed the, the object from Silva there? Yes. Yeah, I was only cool. holding it by the by the chain, not the actual crystal. And then uh, as I grab it, I hold him uh, like this. Like someone will hold like a dirty rag. Um, I'm going to turn around. So my back's to everybody. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to mutter one or two words and cast magical vision on myself. Which, which is, <laughs> <laughs> which I forgot the name of it. In reality, hang on one second. Hang on, I'll pull it up. <laughs> Detect magic. I want to say yes. I'll say if it's identify. We're under the same problem that I was just talking about. Yep. It is. Yeah. It is detect magic. Okay. Like, there you go. So, what this the is, this is the danger for for those of you in at home. This is the danger of creating your own spell names. I encourage it. I actively encourage doing so. Uh, but uh, in order to aid you in making sure casting the correct spell, it is always good to. Uh, in your notes, note which spell that name is effectively placing, uh, so that you aren't running into any confusion. Nope, throw out to a one. Um, but uh, I cast that uh, by lift using my other hand to lift up my uh, eye patch just ever so slightly. That there's only really that eye that starts to perceive everything. So within thirty feet of you. This is extremely important. Where are you standing right now? Like, if we're looking uh, at rule 20, I'm going to give you a chance here. Show me exactly where are you positioned. Um, I would say since I went up to Silva to grab it, I would be right there. Okay. Uh, here's what's going to happen. You try to focus your vision on this item and are immediately met with difficulty as several things around you uh start giving off this immense magical energy that you are now able to detect uh you immediately feel a headache coming on you're trying to focus on the object that you're holding and you are able to to detect and feel that there is an arcane magic coming from this object itself not from the the chain portion but the actual object uh you feel a magical presence that is coming from it it is vibrant uh it does not feel like a magic that was enchanted on the item it feels like it's coming from itself uh range of 30 feet so you also feel a strong natural magical presence if that makes any sense coming from silva uh you feel a uh, a presence of magic from Nathaniel uh, as well. Uh, looking to him, it's in like spots on his armor, uh, a few different places where there's this kind of magical energy permeating. Uh, you look to Caspian, same thing, a couple spots on his person. 
where there is like a particular magical uh, uh, presence or energy. You look to Set's body. Aren't we just out of range of the 30 feet? We're at 35. Looking at you are. Let me. Yeah. So let me. I thought you were 30. Are you 35? You are 35. So you. Yep. So disregard for Set and Caspian. Got it. Do not do not detect anything on them. Um, and then while you're here, uh, make one more uh history check for me. I could definitely do that. History, that's six. Six. High Very rollers. Easy, honestly. Yeah. Um okay. This is just gonna be a quick whisper. Uh, cool. Oh, am I getting it as a text message? Make sure you're on Facebook. Uh, always dirty. Can't wait to get nudes. <laughs> w rides for free. Just waiting. I'm just refreshing my my messenger page over and over. <laughs> A wash pot never boils. You can you can see me typing. Yeah. <laughs> Spam f fuck. It's on it's on my phone, so I'm just like pulling it down. It's Alt like, F five to get it faster. That's Alt F four, and I know that trick. It makes my PC so much faster. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a very true statement. And wonderful. So yeah, you you're getting a strong detection of magical energy from this item. Uh, it does not appear to be any kind of like enchantment or incantation that was placed on the item itself. It appears to be coming from the item. It is inherent. Cool. I'm gonna hold it to my chest real quick. Okay. Roughly around neckline level. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Anything distinguishing happening? You feel a bit of bit of warmth radiating off of uh the item. Bit of warmth radiating off of the item. Uh and Don't hear anything. Don't smell anything. No other senses. I'm gonna cover up my eye. Um, go just uh, look back at Silva uh, now, fully. Uh, yeah, I fully covered. I'm gonna hand her back the uh, uh, the object, and in a hushed tone, I'm going to say, 
itself, I do believe this is a kyber crystal. I like that. Glad you could you could check. It is a strong possibility. I'm not. I cannot confirm for certain. No, but a, a possibility is at least is better than nothing. It may be. It may be very functional to bring back set. And if if we remove it from the premise, we might be able to remove whatever anchor these spirits might have. Potentially. Or we get extra friends along the road. Wouldn't be the first time the dead of the war have stopped to follow me. I kind of give him a smarmy look. I do not understand what you said. Man, now I didn't walk away. <laughs> Right. Well, so if you so, if we believe that this to be a kyber crystal, and you know, literally, you know, I said Dax has instilled a bit of confidence with that. Well, where are we off to next? We need to find a way to get that main door open, so we can get to our horses and. Well, uh, Caspian thinks for a moment. Not all of us are in very good shape, are we? I don't know if we could survive a few hours of travel in, in this current state. It might behoove us. I, I know it sounds ridiculous when we have a fallen comrade on our hands, but it may be better for us to stay the night. Get a night's rest Here? early in the morning. Head straight for the castle. In this building. I know. I know that sounds insane, considering we were just attacked by ghosts that I am still not 100% certain were real, even though they very clearly attacked us. I, um, I stare daggers <laughs> towards Set. <laughs> I know that, that statement. I know. Honestly, if you're gonna keep denying it, I think he's gonna come back and yell at you the ghost are real. If they if they did that, it would at least mean that they were alive in some form, and I'd be very grateful for it. Well, undead. He's called that for a reason. I agree with the group. I do not believe that staying here with these snark spirits will be beneficial for us. If we can find our way out of the building, we can come outside and we're likely to be far safer than we are inside of the building. I, I agree. If we at least leave the premises, we can make camp outside it. All right. Let's, uh, very well. Let's find a way to get this door open. We can take shifts uh, during our sleep. We'll have multiple shifts. Somebody's always keeping an eye out, so that way if somebody does sneak up, bandits, wolves, whatever the hell it is, we'll be ready for it. I'm going to pull out the it's letter logical. book. As he's see speaking, I'm going to turn the pages. Now, I know it has a bunch of diagrams. Does it have a diagram of Baron's Keep? Yes, the first page you flipped to in the middle of the book was of Baron's Keep itself. 
Uh, and in the diagram, does it show me the front entrance? It does. Does it show me any other entrances or exits? Uh, it shows you other doors throughout, but as you scan over this plan, uh, there is only that one set of double doors that leads to the outside. This is not good. I'm going to put the book back in my backpack. Is it possible? Right. Is it possible oh. to break the? Uh, oh, I apologize, Uncle. You, by all means, go, go ahead and speak. Uh, I, I have, I have, I. You have my sincerest apologies. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh no, dear laddie, I'm just going to shove this door open. Oh. I'll take the left side. Who's got the right? I'll take the right. Caspian steps forward. I mean, I said, uh, I said, I'll, I'll do it then. I'll let you character roll. All right. How much will you be? Uh, Nathaniel, what's the game plan for this door? Um, well, we hold these door, we push them open from the outside, which means we pull them in here, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, these doors should have handles on them. They do. All right, so I'm just going to take hold of the handle on the, on the right side and pull. All right, uh, Caspian's going to do the same on the left. Uh, count of three. Count of three. One. Two. Three. And both of you pull. I need you to make a strength check. I have a 16 on my end. You'd love to see it. Uh, Caspian is a dirty 20. Uh, You feel the door (laughs) makes this loud noise uh, as it shifts forward and both of the doors slowly creep open. You don't pull it all the way, but you pull it enough that it has, you see that it has kind of come dislodged. And is... That will kind of fly up behind them, kind of make a note. Uh, I'll kind of, I'll just try to leave, I'll fly up behind him, give a pat. I'll give a put a pat on uh, Nathaniel's shoulder. Lovely done. Um, now, if you're potentially not too worn out from the door pulling, uh, if you couldn't tell I didn't, from where, how fair how well I fared last time, <laughs> do you think maybe you potentially could uh, help with that? <laughs> help you with that. I, uh, I'm sure, Lassie, that it, you want to be uh, the other one. It doesn't have to be you if you don't feel up to it. That is why I'm asking you. <laughs> yes, I I don't take the burden of upon myself. It's really no problem. And in some small way, maybe I can make it up to him. 
I, I uh, felt as though I was going to drop them last time. I don't wish to actually. <laughs> ah, you had full control of the situation. I'm glad you feel that way. That <laughs> 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 we're alive. All right. Beg to differ. Off we go. <laughs> and I'm going to move back over to the table. Oops, hold on. I'm trying to move myself. I'm trying. Hold on. I can do this. There we go. And start putting them fireman carry style on the map. You said fireman carry? Yes. I, I believe that's the, the term I want. Nato sack carry. Nato sack. Set. Actually, I know Seth. I know, I know Seth's taller than me, but I can just hope that they're not dragging him to the floor. Make a uh, make a dexterity check for me. Dex check. It is an 18 total. Very good. 18. Yes, you have no problem getting getting set sort of up into position, nice and balanced, so that you don't, you know, accidentally drop them. Uh, the, uh, an interesting thing happened, well, not interesting per se, uh, as you're, you're kind of heaving set up, um, there, uh, One of their their daggers that they keep on their person accidentally like slips out and falls to the floor. Just hits the floor with a clank, 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 clank. Um, do I notice? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, you well, you would well, notice it. The happen. other two oh. around there. Still? Oh. <laughs> Then wouldn't you be up there and pick that up for me? Um. Okay. Um, Dad will go pick it up. Alright, so you pick up Seth's dagger. Uh, nothing too weird about it on a piece. Uh, it just appears to be a dagger. Cool. Has it been 10 minutes since I cast a spell? Or is it within the 10 minutes time? Have you been maintaining concentration? I have. <laughs> yeah, it's the main thing. <laughs> you haven't uh, cast another spell that requires concentration mm. as well. Uh, so if you pick up the dagger, that is going to put you right over by here. Yep. So if you still got that spell on you, here's what you notice. Spell still activated, so you reach down to pick up the dagger. You don't get anything off of the dagger. Cool. You stand back up. You get something off of set. Hmm. Uh, sets specifically in uh, set above board here. Mm -hmm. Was your bag on your person with yes. you when you entered the keep? Yeah. Okay. So Set had a had a traveling bag with them as well. Um, from the bag, you get a pulse of magical energy. 
Look at Seth's body as it's being carried away by Nathaniel um, and company. Um, and I think about ways of how to find out about that, uh, that pulse of energy. But in the end, Dak uh, comes to the uh, decision of asking Seth once they bring him back. Very well. But the curiosity is going to kill him up until then. Mm, of course. <laughs> but until then, I suffer. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay, because until then, Set is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Only a matter of time now. <laughs> He's dead. We, we can make him better. <laughs> He's only kind of dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's only mostly dead. Only I dead couldn't remember dead. what the, the word was. <laughs> All right. So we, uh, as, as uh, Nathaniel, you, know, you grab set. Uh, you are all heading outside, I presume, with the doors now open. Yes, I, I, I went out pretty much. like It was kind of like as I was patting him back and letting him know to get set, I actually went out. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so you go out. It is dark outside. Uh, very little light uh, outside of light that is being cast down by the moon. Uh, you yeah. see your horses uh, standing outside of the keep. They all look nervous. Uh, except for uh, Silva. Uh, if you want to make an animal handling check to kind of check on the status of these horses, you may do so. Yeah. Let's yeah. Do I was going to do that to comfort them, but here we are anyway. Aha. It can right. be both actually if you would like. Well, we can kind of rope those in together. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's an 18. 18, very nice. Uh yeah, so you uh you approach the horses. They a couple of them are looking a little spooked, but they don't look like they're going to run off yet. They just see, they're very nervous, their eyes are wide, they're looking around. Uh when they see you, their attention immediately shifts towards you. Um as you kind of go forward sort of comfort them, check with them, make sure they're okay. Um, all of the horses have their attention on you, except for, uh, Dak's horse. Um, uh, Shabab, <laughs> Dak's horse is staring off into the distance, unblinking. Right. <laughs> I forgot. I 100% forgot about the fucking demon horse. <laughs> <laughs> The one that was like talking to him and giving him horrible nightmares while you were like, were all yeah, when he was fate, high when you were off. faded on whatever the hell you right. I forgot. I it's time to forgot. begin our quest. <laughs> Night will <Nightmare. laughs> consume you. <laughs> you must come, go back to the come, old country. Come, great adventure. Your doom awaits you. <laughs> Honestly, mood. <laughs> oh man. Um, I'm gonna take that. Uh, I'm gonna take that for what it is. You know, he's got a strong horse. And, and your horse, uh, your horse recognizes you and uh, 
as you you go to comfort it, it 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 recognizes you and it sort of gives like a soft little little whinny uh and is is calmed by your presence um but yeah i i i take to me i just take the fizz unflinching horse as a sign that it's a strong <laughs> horse it's just a it's a good old horse strong horse. it's also the oldest horse i could find in the stable so yep clearly it has seen some shit <laughs> <laughs> It's like the dog with the cupcakes having the war flashback. (laughs) (laughs) But regardless, the rest of you file out of the keep as well. Uh, And you are you're greeted at the sight of Silva uh, looking to the the horses, checking in with them. Yeah, as the rest of them come out, I'll just kind of note like well, most of them appeared fairly spooked still, but uh, well, except for yours, Dak, but uh, I think you've just got a strong one there. It is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it um. is, yes. <laughs> anyway, yes, why don't we, so, honestly, even just outside here, I'm, we're far more willing to make camp if we wish yeah, to do so. it be a lot easier, yeah. Uh yes, we we certainly have the material here. He's gonna grab one of his bags. He also takes some of the uh the uh, supplies that were saddled onto his horse. Um, it starts pulling out, you know, like bed bed rolls, materials. Uh, so sort of setting up a little just to get camp. a clarification because I think I got a little bit confused from your answer earlier. What's so up? we are still we're currently we are still planning on returning to road right now. Uh, we're in the morning. Yes. Okay. So was is yeah. is if this was was the main benefit of getting say this if this is in fact kyber crystal was the main benefit of that just a convenience factor or giving you mentioned you already know people that could potentially bring him back if once we make oh him, sorry so sorry you're talking to Caspian not me okay yes uh yeah uh yeah Caspian says I'm I mean it could help. The, the people that we would need to get in touch with possibly resurrect set, I mean, they're going to be high-level magic users. We're talking wizards, uh, arcanists with years of study under their belt. Um, I don't know what materials they're going to have with them, so if they could potentially use something like a kyber crystal to aid in the revival. I think we should keep it safe, really. Yeah, it, it could well, yes. it could end up being very helpful. I just wanted to, I guess, keep in mind of it. But I have a few people in mind that I know we can reach, but we can get to the Citadel to get in contact. Mm-hmm. Um, got it. As I will do the the number one. Because while I may have a fair amount of, like, you know, sure, you know, I am, while I am a wizard, still a young wizard, (laughs) and so I may make the juvenile mistake 
of putting the necklace around my neck. <laughs> so you do, in fact, for you, place, place it around your neck? Sorry, I, apparently somewhere upon saying juvenile mistake of putting the necklace around my neck uh, pinged Bixby on my phone at some for some reason. Amazing. Oh, nice. Bixby, he's been dead since 2013. That's what I thought. Samsung wouldn't have you think that. <laughs> uh, but you do. I just I want clarification. You do in fact put this around your neck. Yes, <laughs> yes. Sick. Nothing happens. Cool. You know, just gotta say that. You know? I, I won't put you in suspense. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna cut right. I just to felt the like chase. I had to note the fact that yeah. while a seasoned veteran, you know, anybody who has dealt with arcane matters would say, much Don't like. Do that. Much like what Marshall's trying to say here is that much like how Edmund Rose would never, ever leap to the front of battle um, and put themselves in between uh, their teammates and a extremely deadly and volatile creature, uh, you yourself recognize that a seasoned wizard uh, would not just place an unknown item on their person uh, so willy-nilly. Uh, as it could surely lead to a dangerous situation. This is the what man Marshall is already dead. <laughs> you know what Marshall's trying to say. You know, technically, I wasn't in between the party and the enemy. I was behind the enemy. <laughs> so the enemy was in between me and the party, setting up he's, the he's potential for a, a, a flanking, honor, a sneak attack. But regardless, honor, I was still the only one engaged. Your Honor, technically, the bread was underneath the meat, so it's not even a sandwich at this point. <laughs> it is a taco. Objection. <laughs> Overruled. May, may, may. Clearly, it is an omelet, Judge. <laughs> Judge. <laughs> the earth is a lasagna. Objection. Hold it. So, as as Shinji contemplates in the court there, uh, <laughs> what are the, the rest of you doing? Caspian is helping to get the camp all set Let's up. Let's go better watch out. Um, I, mean, I, I guess I'll help with the setting up the camp, too. You know, okay. like, start Absolutely. the fire. That, that's the stuff that I'm okay at. Get, get a nice well, little fire going. Provide as long you guys as I'm not hin- Shinji in a hospital room, I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> are, we, uh, are we setting that's up next it. to, like, a, a tree or something? Gotta use the restroom. Sure. Yeah, there's a there's a couple trees nearby. Uh, also, everyone can see. That. No rolls required. Uh, there is, you know, forest uh, kind of far off in the distance. Like, you're in kind of this clearing here, but there is forest in the distance. Uh, and yes, that is the same distance that Dax Horse is staring off into. Uh, that that one over there with the big forest. That is that. Is right. I'm gonna go stand next to my horse and look at him and. Through the telepathic link that I've created with him, uh, I'm going to ask in our native tongue. Um, oh boy, here we go again. Should bump. What is up, though? You get nothing back. I apologize if I've done something to upset you. Um, that's 
I shall take your visible attention towards the forest uh, under consideration. Thank you, Shabab. Uh, to everybody else, uh, they don't hear anything because it's all telepathic, but they do see uh, Dak look at the horse, look suddenly apologetic at the horse, bow to the horse, and then walk away. So normal Dak stuff. <laughs> yeah. As you walk away, you hear... That must be Tuesday. Be safe. Stay away from Red. <laughs> Excuse me. He's not high anymore either. I can't... <laughs> <laughs> Look back at Shabab and... If he so was high, scared. he would more. Are you saying I need to pick up a habit in no. order to understand fully understand my horse? <laughs> no, because just like in real life, eventually it's gonna kill you. That's fair. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. It's uh it's a bad thing, says the guy who's never done drugs in his life. Uh, it, always, it always starts really good, and you're always caught off guard by how bad it gets, how quickly it gets. And it's so fast. But uh Whenever, fact, the does... more you know. Dak does go, let's see, Dak's going to go to Johannes first. Sure. Um, Johannes, um, I, apologize Hello, for, I apologize for interrupting you in your work of setting up the, I have to set up the camp. Um, oh, no, I, please. Do you have a form of, of writing utensil of sorts? Writing utensil? Um, da 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 it doesn't well thieves tools does that have anything in there um if you had some ink you could take like one of the sharper picks there and you could probably use it as writing i don't think i have ink on me if you have something that could suffice as ink perhaps we could use that i have sharp a file you sure can silva I love. I have this potion of healing. I guess you could dip the file into (laughs) the potion of healing. Now we're thinking. I look up. Look at them. Quill in hand. Spellbook in hand. There we go. Or you could go ask Silva the same question. Just, I just kind of, yeah, I just kind of do like the. To ask someone <laughs> Thank you, Johannes. Um, Miss Silva? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, may I borrow your writing utensils? Yes, absolutely. Thank I you. Will, I'll kind of just, yeah, I'll kind of essentially do like hand them real quick. Actually, here, I can be more accurate. I kind of just put I have, put my hands in like a bowl so you can drop them in there. I was thinking you put your hands out in a bowl. It's like just pour the ink right in here. <laughs> I'll I'll do what I can. Just I don't pour have it right info. in my hands. We gotta improvise. Oh, Marshall's looking for something. Like quill pen, what I did with it. He needs his quill so he can match that out. Yep. Well, I mean, yes, it was to give an accurate representation of what it's like to hand these <laughs> over. 
I mean, I guess a glass pen could somewhat be accurate. Right. <laughs> um, I like the aesthetic of a quill pen. <laughs> but uh, as you hand it over to Dak, he's going to nod to you. Thank you, myself. I shall return these as soon as possible. Um, try not to spill. <laughs> I will try not to. Um, completely Just unrelated. <laughs> completely unrelated. I must go answer nature's call. I'm going to turn around and just with like the quill and ink pot in hand, I'm going to walk into the nearest towards the nearest tree. Remember to or, avoid uh, red. What? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that's not real. I just really wanted a moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just turn around and go into the woods to do my business. Uh, you go into the okay. So there are several trees kind of scattered about the area. Nathaniel's already uh called dibs on one of them. There's, cool. uh, there's I, the I only needed a, a tree to put down set. Yeah. Um you set set down. There are yeah, there are set, several, set there's, down. There's a few trees about and then massive clearing, rolling hills off in the far far distance is woods. Got it. I'm going to go to uh, the farthest tree that's within walking distance of the camp where okay. people can okay. hypothetically think that I am taking a shit. Okay. I go over to there, squat down, Mm-hmm. Pull out the book with the uh, magical writing. Yeah. Pull out the uh, ink and quill, and then start copying the magical writing into actual ink into the back of this random book from the five I grabbed. Very good. Okay. You and that's it. how I. That's how I spend the next few minutes. Okay. Absolutely. And then I use the bathroom and actuality. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if you said how was it. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to answer that question. <laughs> no, but yeah, please don't. <laughs> there was no red. Yes, but actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what Dak's doing while the camp's being set up. Right? <laughs> anyway, uh, anything else anyone would like to do before uh, before we call it uh, an evening? <laughs> Uh, looking into. Uh, I'm gonna or, pull out. Go ahead. Well, as I say, thinking, um, you know, what he went to go do, uh, the fact that he took my pen with it, uh, I just kind of asked out outward into the camp. Um, anybody know press digitation? <laughs> no magic here, pal. Uh, skip that class. Well, hopefully he does. I don't mind. Do know the spell called blessings. <laughs> I'm gonna drive over there. I don't <laughs> listen. <laughs> I don't know Power Rangers, but I sure did grow up with Beetleboards. Hey. So, <laughs> Leonardo was my favorite. Yep. <laughs> All right. Anyone else set? You got anything you want to do? I don't think so. No, I think I'm good. Okay. Okay, just checking. Uh, I will pull out a, a blanket no, yeah, from my pack and put it over uh, that, not like completely covering, but make sure he doesn't no. fucking frostbite on his cloak. Okay, very kind of you. 
Also, if uh, there's a uh, space for a fire, the light went up. Yep. Near the, so the you guys, center. Uh, yeah, you guys get a nice little little fire going, um, which is great because it provides you know a little bit of light for the camp as well as a nice little heat source. Um, the, the funniest thing about um, the fact like about that just was a thought was that most of us don't have a way of like as presentation so just essentially the capability of cleaning off something but damn can we can two of us immediately start a fire <laughs> i think i have like three different ways of setting fires yeah well, i mean, I mean starting fire. i mean maintaining heat i've got three good ways as well Okay, well, I only took. Normal... I only have one way, and it's through my race. So, okay, let's. <laughs> wasn't I, I? Wasn't making this a contest, all right? <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, like, you sure yeah. I got a presentation, but I I got a match. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the ways I can do it too. <laughs> I don't need a match. Why would Perhaps I? Perhaps the real treasure was the friendship I we have. And this match I found along the way. <laughs> Dylan's texting someone something. I'm afraid. I'm allowed to have friends outside of this group. Uh, Whoa, what? Whoa. Please tell me what that's like. <laughs> oh, don't. No. Don't do that. Don't make me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, so. Uh, let's determine, uh, shifts. What's going to be our shift order here for, uh, everybody taking their rest. All right. I feel like I took the worst or the least, sorry. I mean, I don't know why that was entirely opposite of what I was going to say. I feel like I took the least, I was gonna, like, I was going to say something else. So it like combined just went to worst. Uh, I took the least front of things. So I feel it's somewhat fair that. If anything, I partake in the first watch. <laughs> okay. So we'll have Sova on first watch. I can uh, take the second. Be a bit selfish. I am a bit winded out from all the uh, extortion I've been doing. If I could take near the last, that'd be much appreciated. My muscles a bit stiff. My legs still aren't working right. Okay. So we've got Silva well, on first potentially, watch. Potentially... Maybe if anything, you can utilize the third watch to, to have some re, oh, yeah, re <laughs> no to have some uh, good old reunite reuniting, getting to know each other time with your nephew. Uh, oh, played old family bonding, eh? Um, if you don't mind, uh, Uncle. Um, I wouldn't mind being on a third watch with you. Of course, Lottie. I have a few questions for you. Oh. And that's all Dax says. <laughs> oh. All right, so we got Sova on first watch. We got Nathaniel and Dak on third. Anybody I can take this. I can take the second watch. Let me do Johannes on second. Uh, Johannes Caspian's gonna join you on second. 
pool. Sure thing. I'm all oh. alone. <laughs> all alone. Wait. Alone. You're not alone. You have. You, you have. Yeah, you got set. Oh, true. That's he's taking he's always watching. He's always watching. Why didn't I yeah, close his eyes? <laughs> That's incredibly rude. You want a mortician? When is rigor mortis set in? Great question. The the flow of time in Lothric is uh, a little. Evan, incognito mode. Incognito mode. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is it actually auto-filled in, and I just, <laughs> one does R, and it just auto-filled in rigor mortis setting. <laughs> oh, wow. I, wanna, I believe I promise I've never Googled it before. Your <laughs> FBI agents got your back tonight. <laughs> I think between six to eight hours? Uh, between time? one and six hours. Ah, oh, okay. I had the... Okay. I don't know what the two law. So... Right, As we go into set bones between transiting a back to rote. Mm-hmm. As, as we go into our rest, uh, so our first watch is going to be Silva and Set. Um, Silva, I need you to roll a d20 for me. Uh, Please don't set, roll a d20. Set, <laughs> yes. go ahead and roll a d20 as well. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Has this man suffered enough? 19. Okay. No. Uh, Set, what did you get? 14. Uh, Is that with the modifier? Yes. Okay. So, Silva, uh, taking the first watch, uh, the first thing that strikes you is how, like, your first impulse is to say it's really quiet, but that's not true. You can hear the sound of crickets in the distance. Uh, about an hour or so into the shift, you hear the howl of uh, a wolf far off in the uh, The rustling of the trees. Uh, very strong, in fact, at one point, the wind sort of blows. Um, shakes the branches a little bit. Sort of sweeps them. You feel the wind sort of drift around you and sort of blow off towards the uh, a little bit towards uh, looking off in its direction you see that it's going off where you came from uh, the city of Rote sort of due due north Uh, the rest of your watch goes by uh, pretty Uh, after a few hours, uh, it is time for the next watch. Uh, as you wake up, Johannes and Nathaniel, or sorry, uh, Johannes and Caspian. Oh, nothing to report. Have a good evening. That's good. good. Evening. Silva. Yeah. How long do you think it would take you to fall asleep? Well. Uh, 
because I still inherently spend most of my life doing this. What they will notice <laughs> is I fly up to the nearest tree, find like oh. <laughs> <laughs> is what I get. Um, fly up to the nearest tree, and uh, I just kind of f like find like a good. It's got a good set of like, kind of, especially near the top. This kind of bushled branch set. And just kind of like nestle myself in there, like kind of near the top where the like the edge of the branches kind of start moving outward. It's not like a evergreen, more of like a just a you know your other tree type. Sure. Yes. I nestle in there. Okay. And then it doesn't take long. As you close your eyes, it feels like you've only done so for when they suddenly shoot wide open. You are still in tree. But your surroundings have changed placement of the other trees by you is different, noticeably so. You blink again, the trees are gone, placed with rock, uh, structures of stone, uh, hills. You blink again, uh, the trees are back, their leaves are orange and yellow reds, uh, breaking away from the branches with the slightest touch of the breeze. You blink again. Snow. Uh, crested over all of these trees. The branches now empty, no leaves in them. You blink one more time, and you are not in the tree. You are sitting on the ground next to it. And you're vision is fully encompassed by a deep dark forest that surrounds you just above you many many feet into the sky there is a clearing amongst the peaks of the trees through which you can see a clear crystal night sky dotted with stars In front of you is a very small clearing uh, with a tiny body of water, a little babbling brook coming in from a river. Standing next to this brook is an illuminated golden white adult deer. Large horns protruding from its head. Looking somewhere off in the distance, 
before it rotates its head, rotates its neck rather, to look at you. And you see that on its face lie six red glowing eyes. Three on each side. What would you like to do? So it's just, it's like to the end of this book. Like, there's just kind of like, like the space between us is just kind of this brook. Like, yeah, you've got about, there's about 15 feet uh, of space in between you. Uh, this, this, glowing deer is standing next to a brook um it's not in between you it's like sort of to the left of the deer is it but it's looking at me yes it is staring directly at you uh i will just i will speak out in sylvan mm-hmm um greetings and what may you have for me you you perceive i do I look into you. I see Faye. I see my. Oh, cut off. It's pulling a me. <laughs> Where uh, it likes to cut off on the, the voice effect. Mm -hmm. I uh, see. My forest inside of you. Who are you? That is not something you often give to a creature who, that is unfamiliar. As you mentioned, I am Faye. And I am no mere creature, Faye. And that. Take lessons from my time as Faye. I shall. But as my time pretending to be like human, 
I have learned to share one, receive back. Agreed. Make a persuasion roll. Pretty good. Uh, dirty 20. The echo on the die was pretty, pretty hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they? And you notice that the deer turns its head and looks at Set, who you can now see, their body curled up against a tree. One I wish to hopefully... I don't know if I can feel. I'll I'll gesture to where the crystal would be on my neck. I don't know if I actually feel it in this state or in this place, um, but I'll gesture kind of to it, um, just with my hands, uh, placing my hands kind of on my chest there. Um, one I hoped to utilize something to keep them around. That which you wear around your neck does not belong to you. It belongs to the stars. They ask for it back. They have received silence in return. How long have you remained silent? Well, I'll be honest, I received this mere hours ago. <laughs> hours for you, years for others, minutes for those who cannot. Well, Take would... heed, Fay. You speak to the consciousness of the true forest. You breathe the air that I breathe. You share our earth. You see our sky. You see that which threatens it, and the deer to the clearing at the top of the tree. Yeah, you have to turn them. I say, when you do the, the guidance, you have to turn it off, because it, it really likes to cut you out. <laughs> Looking straight up, the clearing at the top of the trees where you can visibly see the sky. And you see 
a glowing red light appear in the sky and slowly, slowly begin to grow larger and larger. Well, if the stars wish to assist the, the, the stars, or if the stars could help him. You see the light expand. The course changes. And you now see it as a red streak flashing across the sky. The light you see brings death, Fay. It does not bring life. Heed my words and mine as well as mine. Seven moons will pass. Seven souls unbroken, unfettered, uninterrupted. They continue to exist, the head motioning towards Seth. They continue to be hunted, head motion towards a now visible deck. Sorry, I said, what about Seth? They continue to exist. They continue to be hunted, looking towards Dak. Mm -hmm. They continue to steer, looking towards Johannes, now visible. They continue to build, looking towards Nathaniel. As this happens, and with each person mentioned, a near-exact copy of this deer breaks away from the existing deer, walks towards that person, and stands by them silently. Until there is a duplicate of this deer standing next to each of them. They continue as long as you do. Fear the sea of red. Fear the tides of the dead king and the undead queen. 
Fear the eyes, a set of nine, red like mine. Fear yourself, Fay. It is your magic that will be used to bring about our end. The Red Comet has always existed. So say we, the Dominion of the Deer. All of the deer, including the one that has been speaking to you, turn skeletal and collapse to the ground. With a flash, you awaken. And that is where we will end tonight's episode. At our next session, we will continue the watches over the long rest. And hopefully, you will be able to make a safe return back to the city of Rote. And with enough time and the right materials and the right people, be one step closer to bringing back your departed friend. I hope all of you have a wonderful holiday. We will see you again uh, in the new year. Uh, thank you for playing. Thank you all for watching. Have yourself a good evening. And remember, stay safe. Stay away from the Sea of Red. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye.